Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Insight Freestyle. I'm your host, Sean Hicks Second. You know, man with the plan. I don't know. Just want to say something different. This is your Ryan. co-host, Ryan Miguel. Hey. The guy who, who also makes plans, I guess, if we're going to keep it weird. Man, man. I, I, hey. Welcome to our guest. awkward shit. Today we got two special guests joining us. We got my man Olaposi Omashope. What's up, everybody? And my man David Dawson. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. Oh, God damn, I said that part already. But, you know, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for being on. So, how y'all doing? What's uh, new? I'm good. How you doing, though? I'm, I'm blessed, man. Thank you, man. I'm <laughs> good to be here. What's new, man? What's going on? What's new with you? Um, You know, I don't have a cat. <laughs> We're just talking about that. Uh, ah, man, this is like an awkward question. Every time somebody asks me, like, well, "Fuck, I'm supposed to go through a catalog of my life or something?" Like, yes, yeah, yeah. that is what I am asking. I want to hear. I don't care about shit. I, I, I just be living, man. What did you eat yesterday? What did I eat? Yesterday? <laughs> um, I had some tater tots. They were fire. I put cheese on them. I was about to be like, "Were they nachos, my nigga?" Yeah, because tater tot nachos, bang. Tater yeah. tachos, yes. Fire. Fire. <laughs> tachos. Yeah. I've never had no tachos. What the fuck is tachos? Nigga, it's nachos. With tater tots? Yes. It's the best. So it's not. That's, ground that's, beef. That's a, that's a lot. Ground beef, onions, tomatoes. I mean, it's however you want to do it. The yeah. ones I had, it was not regular nachos at all. It was like some green onions, some red red peppers, like all types of peppers in there. You know, they yeah. really made it fancy for you, boy. Sound fire as fuck. Sound like a fajita. It, it was basically a fajita with, with, with tater, tater tots. That's fire. Fire. So, what's new with you, David? What you got going? What you got going on, man? Uh, you know, I'm working five days a week now. Mm. Shit, that's different. <laughs> what do you do? Me, I'm a system administrator. So, like, computer systems for the city of Detroit. But yeah, we've been working for four days a week for a year. And that shit was fire. Um, so... We got our money back up. Shout out to Joe Biden. Hey. But yeah, now we got to work five days politics. a week. Yeah, it's whatever. So you still going to take Fridays off at your leisure? Man, I'm bringing that shit back, bro. Like, if I ain't getting paid, I ain't going to work. That was a pretty good strategy. On Fridays. Oh, you don't get paid on Fridays? You know, every other Friday. So, like, I'm only going to be there on the way days I get paid. Yeah, like, they expect to work for charity? No, nah, I'm just going to, like... Take a day off or something. Yeah, right. Dave was basically saying his his premise was it's not payday and it's a Friday, so I'm not coming to work. Oh, so payday. Yeah. I was thinking like they just didn't pay you like Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I'm getting paid. Okay, okay. I'll work <laughs> okay, cool. This nigga in a new form of capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm like right, what? bringing back field niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Tobit. <laughs> what? That'd be dead. So, what if your job just changed the deal on you one day? Like, hey, just FYI, we ain't paying you for Tuesdays no more. You still got to work here, though. All right, I see you. I All right, so that means you pay me double long. It's called working at a nonprofit, my G. <laughs> <laughs> Hell. Hell no. Oh, man. They'd be like, either you want to work more or you want more titles. Oh, you want to work more without titles? We got you. <laughs> wow. I'm like, yo, do I do I still get PTO or something? Can PTO, I take PTO? What's that? I'm about to say, do you know? I, I don't. I don't work for a nonprofit. I'm no, never, me neither. <laughs> anymore. Anymore. So, did you get PTO? Uh, not until getting hired on after working for them for like three years. Wait, it took you three years to get hired on. It took them six months to hire me in. Well, I'm gonna set it up this way. I find out I was getting hired in three months after everybody else knew. Oh. Yeah. And it took them eight months to bring me on board full time. And I had to write up all the documents. But you had to write the documents? He had to make his own contract. I made my own position in order for them to bring me on. Did you make your own pay too? 
unfortunately, he didn't have that much control over mm-hmm. the situation. No, I, I said what I wanted. I said 32, and they could give me 31. That's because it's a nonprofit, and they were never really trying to pay me at all. Mm. Wow. But it's also just bad management there, because I think nonprofits are where smart people send their dumb spouses yeah. <laughs> to work, yeah. or just they, they spouses that need money. Or just they don't want them at home, or they needed something to do because the kids are gone. That's where they send their their spouses. Because um, it, a lot of them is just, or it's just actually mo- how most of the world works, and it's just ran by idiots. But as soon as I got my full time position, the stuff that I was doing before as a part timer, like mm-hmm. doing the uh, yearly invitations for the biggest fundraisers and stuff, like I already did it for like one and a half year before that, but. She started sending those out, paying people outside of the company, freelancers, to do it. I'm like, well, that's smart if you've only been planning to bring me on for a year. And then, like, her complaint was she wanted to know I had enough to do with my time. And I'm like, then why are you busy sending out the work that I would be doing? (laughs) Like, It's just backwards thinking, bro. It was really just poor, poor management. But I knew for a minute that I was just dealing with people who didn't know how to use your talents. Yeah. You know, like they understand that they have a need, but they don't take the time and don't understand who to go to to educate themselves on how to actually fulfill that need. Yeah. I mean, that's a a huge problem in corporate America or whatever that you see. Like, um, you have a lot of talented people all over the place. However, they're being underutilized because... Your quote unquote leaders aren't leaders, they're just people with titles. Like you're just a dickhead with magic at this point. <laughs> and it's like management is crazy because hey, like, I got a question for you. So if you had a different set of management, would you still want to be there? Uh based on the people who work there and what we were doing, absolutely. It's crazy. So like one bad manager or a group of bad managers can just completely mess up a mm-hmm. work situation. Absolutely. Like a good job, good people, which is bad management. There's even that isms that's walking around, uh, that's going around right now. And it's like people don't leave bad jobs. They leave bad managers. Yeah. yeah. To a degree, I believe. Yeah, to a degree. When I was working at the gas station, I couldn't wait to get out of there. I mean, I but you still you stay there. there until you got something better, though. That is also true. But I was like... Folding people every other weekend, so, <laughs> man. And they weren't giving hazard pay. And they were not giving. Dude, they didn't even pay medical insurance. Like <laughs> he said, I ain't even get medical. Like man. I mean, it was a gas station. You can't really expect too too much. But, well, see, that's, am I working full time, nigga? I yes, I can. But, but that's was the that, thing. Was that also a choice? Was that a requirement? Um, did you yeah. have to work? You, I did. I did. Uh, well, yeah, do you know how many holidays I work? Every single one of them? Almost. Well, there you go. Yeah. Was some, I mean, like... Time and a half? I don't even remember, man. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. That's even if thing. it was time and a half, like, it would... Like... No, fuck. It's sideways at that job, man. You work at Quicken Loans now, though. Yeah. And how do you view your work situation now? <laughs> that, that's a very interesting um, situation. You know what? Let me give you a story before I um, get to that part. So... I used to work at a non... I'm not going to name this company. Um, just in case somebody here that's <laughs> from there. But um, I was a leader there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing all right, whatever. However, um, I started taking this boot camp for software development. So once they found out that like I was going to finish it, they decided to like demote me back to a regular team member and like basically cut my pay in half. Um, so once I wasn't a leader anymore, like they just lost control of like the entire situation. Like I said, they're dickheads with magic. Like they didn't know what they were doing. I was running the show. Um, and like, <laughs> there's a point in time when they told us that we were going to have to get back on the phones. I hated phones. So I packed up my desk and everything. Like I was just going to walk out. I got in my car and I was going to drive away. Once I drove away, I was not going to ever go back. Hmm. I tried to hit the push to start and it didn't turn off. <laughs> because I left my book bag Sabotage with the keys <laughs> at oh. my desk. So how'd, oh, how'd, how'd you get in? You can you, you can open um your car with your phone. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, so like I, I opened it up already. 
Mm. Like before I got to the car, I turned it on and everything. Dude, mm. I was I was gonna be gone. Like they weren't gonna see me ever. They're gonna call me. I was gonna send them to voicemail. I was gonna block them. <laughs> so so then like that was God like yo, my son, chill out. <laughs> you need this money. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later, I get a call like, hey, um, we want you to be in this uh, software engineer program that we have going on. Oh, all right, cool. When can I start? <laughs> so uh, the beginning of 2019, mm. I started that. Okay. Yeah, no. Everything is like quick and it's great. I've heard nothing but horror stories from people who work there. It depends on the department. uh, Mortgage. If you work in like an mortgage mortgage, department, you are a worker at. You are a slave to your job. (laughs) Yeah. I heard some crazy things about IT there as well. Uh, Who? Uh, IT. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's the thing. Everybody is going to have their horror stories. However, I do understand. Work is what you make it, for the most part. Nah, no. Work some sometimes work just suck. It See, ain't even. It ain't even. It, it, it cannot even be in your control. You know what? Okay, that's fair. Let's be real. That's fair. Like those days, you probably go into the office and you be like, "I'm gonna have a great day today." I haven't been in the office like year. <laughs> okay, that day you log on the Teams. <laughs> you know it is. You get nothing but meeting request after meeting request after meeting request and deadlines. You're like, yep. I'm one of those days. <laughs> oh, man. You didn't make that for yourself. You didn't lie that, make that bad. Why you got to lie in it? Yeah. I mean. I actually don't mind meetings, so. though. It's not the meetings. It's the, the constant bugging me with meetings when something that could have been a fucking uh, email. email. Like, don't like, don't call me. I, I, I I'm not even ashamed to say this, but. I be ignoring people on TV. I know that bitch. <laughs> I see the little eyeball. You saw this, morning. Bro, bro, that should be. Go to your phone. What the fuck it. <sighs> you, you know what I hate about it though? On teams, they have like these huge three hundred um, people meetings, Mm-mm. and like people would what just the fuck out of um, yeah I, mega I, company. I do. But like people would type a whole bunch of stuff in the comment section, and my phone would go crazy. You got it. I don't dude, know how to mute it. Dude, you you can actually mute the chat. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was in a uh, a meeting with Japan That's and dope. you were, it's just nothing but constant talking. And it's at like seven, eight o'clock at night. Time and during the time and during the at the same time there's stuff going on in the chats and my phone is just vibrating. <laughs> I'm sitting there just listening, trying to focus on Japanese. I was like, I'm catching like every other word. And then someone else was like, hey, so can we like, uh, I got this question in English. And then they ask, so I'm like, okay, one second. Like, God damn it, we asked in English so we can understand what y'all are trying to say in English. <laughs> Nonetheless, the chat is just going crazy. Going crazy. My phone's going crazy. I'm just trying to enjoy being at home yeah. at seven o'clock at night. Not work hours. Yeah. And you can't even get some free time to myself. Do you feel like your work day has been extended because you work at home? Uh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things that if, because I got so much other stuff going on, I might take a break, mm-hmm. do this, do that. But I still got these deadlines. They ain't waiting for nobody. Exactly. Okay. And, you know, uh, when we were going to the office, there's a, I have to do it by five because I don't want to take it home. Well, <laughs> Here. Home is now my office, and I, Can't now I just need to get out the fucking house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it, it's just—I cannot tell you how many times I'm just like, so your place? <laughs> like, oh, man. oh, oh! Next time you go to the gym, let me know. I got you. Ten minutes later, open Snapchat. He's at the gym. Yo, okay. Look. So you didn't let me know what what, what happened? <laughs> I need to get out the office, bro. I need to get. <laughs> No, I'm going to start inviting you more often. I'm going to try to go Tuesday for sure. Those are terrible days. <laughs> That's a day. <laughs> I got responsibilities. I know, but... Let's do, let's do Mondays. Mondays. Not this Monday. Not this Monday. Okay. Be out of town. Where are you going? Orlando. Nice. That's what's up. Just, this, is, this is that trip. No, sorry. This Monday, I'm going to have the kid. Okay. Then Thursday, I'm going out of town. And yes, that trip. For sure. 
uh, one of my fraternity brothers, he was like, oh, I got a, um, something with the timeshare. Looked on Delta. It was like $10 for a flight, free room. <laughs> really? Yes. No yeah. way. Seriously. Dead serious. I kid you not. I paid $10 for a flight. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go cop that flight. I bought it. And then I asked my girl about it later. <laughs> so that's how you do it, man. You beg for forgiveness. You don't ask for permission. <laughs> I just made it seem like I was excited. I mean, I, I was just excited. This nigga said, I'm going to set her up. I'm going to let her know I'm excited before I tell her what it is. Yeah, you, better, you better cut this out. <laughs> she going to listen to it like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, let her hear it after the trip. <laughs> I, I'm just going to let her hear it later. <laughs> yeah, like, way later. It's, it's too, too soon. Too Patreon soon. recording. Gonna be released but, June 27th. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too close to her birthday. How about, how about oh, yeah. <laughs> December, November 2022? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, nah, why did this episode sound so choppy compared to the like the the newer episodes? Oh, this was recorded a year what? ago. So. What? <laughs> I don't hear no difference. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh man, nah, but, uh, yeah, no. So going to Orlando, trying to have some fun. I need to get out the house and you get away from work. Need to have some. I'm not thinking about lights. Yeah. All day, every day. How long are you gonna be gone for? Five days, six days. Nice. It's a nice little trip. Do you come back and go back to work immediately, or do you come back get a day? I'm coming do- back Tuesday morning to take the rest of the day off. Okay. okay and then cool. found out my mom's gonna be in Florida too, and she's like, "Oh, we should get." I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, what time's your flight?" She flies out in the morning. I'm like, was her ticket ten dollars? <laughs> nah, her ticket was five hundred dollars. Oh. <laughs> she waited too late. When oh. did you get this ticket? Mm, it is. I got it like middle of March. Literally. Why did you tell me tickets were like dirt cheap? Oh, man. Earlier this year, ticket tickets were like fifty bucks. You can go to Vegas for fifty. Man, man. like when we was in Vegas, we was we could have probably flew to San Diego <laughs> just for the hell of it for ten dollars. Yeah. You know, you know what's crazy to me? In the U.S., tickets are so expensive. However, if you're like flying anywhere in Europe to anywhere else in Europe, it's like dirt cheap, and that's like on a norm. Like, um, went to Paris, went to Corsica after that ticket was like thirty dollars, man. Yeah, I'm like it was a further distance from like here to Chicago. Chicago would be like, oh yeah, you got to pay me two hundred eighty dollars. Like what? And that's a train ticket, like yo. Damn it, we need to go back to Chicago. That was fun. Well, not, I, not, I didn't not, get the invite. Cough, cough, oh, cough, 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 cough. I hope y'all have fun. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we was in Vegas, and like he had sent me a message, like, "Oh, thanks for the invite." I get that message almost every time I post. We hanging out on the internet. <laughs> but if you like, I post something cooking. All the posts, you like, man, y'all not even right. <laughs> I'm yo, like, for real. Here's the thing. Right. And then when I do try to invite him, oh, I can't make it. Man, name one time besides Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. Um, <laughs> hold on, wait. It's gonna come to me. The last time we all hung out, and you wasn't here. What is Bo? Which one? Yeah, we was watching a fight. I had told you about it. Told you we was all hanging out. You said you was that the day of? Probably. Then I... it counts. Hey, oh, no. Yes, it does because our, half of our plans are day of plans. Oh. I know the one before that was when uh, like, one of your students got injured though. Yeah, yeah. the time before oh, that you were supposed to record and you was like, oh man, someone hurt themselves. I was like, damn, that was understandable. This man would literally be like, so chicken? Yo, dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> David. I come up with random stuff, bro. This like, nigga be like, I bought two pounds of chicken. You about to cook it? <laughs> I'll make up random excuses. Because, like, I've been in the house. I work from home, too. So I just be making up random excuses to hang out with people. I'll be like, yo, chicken. Sean, we're at Sean's house. I got some chicken. We got to do something about it. Sorry. 85% of our plans, even that, even that trip was like a spur of the moment. I'm just... Here to buy yeah. <laughs> David. So, like, right, this is what happened. Because, like, I had got my shot before everybody. Yeah. Because uh, they marked some people at the city as, like, they need to get the shot early. So, I got mines. And as soon as I got mines, I checked Delta, 80 bucks. I'm like, I'm going to Vegas. So, I buy the ticket. And then I was like, well, I can either call a girl that 
I don't really know all that well. Or I can hang out with my guys. I was like, yo, I'm going to Vegas. Actually, yeah, hit me up and was like, yeah. He's like, hey, uh, you want to go to Vegas in March? In my mind, I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> and so then we had posted up in like our group chat and was like, hey, yo. group chat? Oh, it's an iPhone thing. Yeah, they really they didn't leave me the fuck out. Fuck hey, y'all. Hey, look, casual. Look, look, look. To be fair, I was also not a part of this 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 circle <laughs> until like just to see if the theory was true. Oh, so it was for science. It's like a five percent stat boost. It was, it was. It was. It was. It was a scientific thing. <laughs> I only got an iPhone to prove it's the scientific theory, but 5%. once I once I got it, I got I got invited to the, the group chat that we in now, family group chat with my dad's side. If I'm like, oh, oh y'all was just leaving me out talking <laughs> shit. Probably. It would only take one person to be in the group chat that fuck it all up. So it's like on the highest of keys, niggas be social in ways you could never imagine. On an iPhone. <laughs> Seriously. It don't be happening on an Android. Like Androids are good work phones. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you need to do business, I would do an Android. Well, not like necessarily your- because also with an iPhone, people just view you as being more professional for some reason. Yeah. It's just... That's the goofiest shit I've ever heard in my life. They just have... it. They were... Well, Steve Jobs was always a branding person. Like, he was the person yeah. who... Directed a lot of their original groundbreaking advertisements, like including the one where they was doing like the the sledgehammer through the TV or whatever yeah. through the computer. Like that was yeah. all him. So his key was always branding. So they went into it saying, "We want you to feel like shit if you don't have an iPhone, essentially, or we want you to get laid more if you have one." And like if you say some type of shit like that when you making something, nine times out of ten it comes true. Yeah. <laughs> so. You need to go no. get an iPhone. No. Just do just just Thought Slayer. Do a look. It's Maybe funny. Like, that's your reason. Like my reason for getting an iPhone was just like <laughs> that was the first one. As you were saying. Oh yeah, like I really like I do tech all day. So like I'm at work doing tech, servers, all that. Simplicit. Yeah, and so, like, when I come home, I bought something that's intentionally, like, basic. Like, it's an iPhone. It does simple iPhone thing. I, I could see that, but iPhones are not simple. They are, actually. Compared they, to Android, they, they, iPhones are simple. iPhones, yeah. iPhones are way user, in, like, the user interface is way easier to... Dude, I be confused as shit trying to use an Apple. Like, oh, yeah, you got you to gotta put three fingers across, go You're up, down, side. You're only confused because you've gotten used to the how Androids work, but, like, if you give an iPhone to an elderly person yeah. versus an Android, they will pick up how to use the iPhone a lot faster than huh. the Android because the interface is that simple. It's a very simplistic user interface. It's made for people to not have to think about what they're doing while they're doing and it. And they or don't even give you a lot of choices. It. Yeah, they yeah. don't, right? So widgets is just now a choice on Apple. Yeah. That was never a choice unless you had a jailbroken iPhone. And you got to think, like, when you look at the the um, iPhone is basically one big-ass app drawer. Like, everything is already there. You don't have to swipe up to go to the app drawer, and you can't just leave it all clean. You can, but you don't. People, You just put it into folders, all your apps into folders, and you don't have to worry about anything else. Mm. And then the, their ecosystem. What do you mean? I mean, dude, I'm addicted to Apple at this point. Cause if you have, an, if you have you an iPhone and a MacBook, everything just works seamlessly. Yeah. Hmm. But I think uh, to the same point, a lot of companies are just starting to do that, do that because having a Galaxy and then a Samsung TV and then a Samsung tablet, mm-hmm. like you, could just, you can do the same thing, but it, it's just not as seamless. Like, mm. my, my iPhone will ring. I can answer it from my laptop. Okay. No, wait, you can answer your iPhone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can answer your iPhone. Problematic. Eh, why? It, it's, making, it's making your life e- e- that much easier. If you're on your laptop and you don't have your, you don't even need to have your phone near you as long so, as you're in the same, like if I'm in this house, put my phone down and I'm in my room working, everything is popping up on my laptop. Okay, let's say somebody FaceTime me, right? Mm-hmm. But it's with titties. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Now, now Apple, yeah, it's, you, if you're sliding, you should probably get an Android. Because Apple, <laughs> they got them AirTags now. 
Dude's gonna be getting found all summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Wait, you wait, you drive is, to church, so leave your car parked in church, and then Uber. So you know how like Ooh, find my iPhone. Ooh, that's works. dangerous. This is this man got an evil mind. <laughs> oh, man, no, I don't do that. I am a God fearing man. You go to church and you park it. <laughs> park it. Oh man, and Uber where you need to go. Wow. So, so this air tag, I'm trying to figure like. What this thing is that he's talking about? It's a tracking device. Yeah, you know how they have like, uh, find my iPhone and you know, like even the the tracking features in yeah. your iPhone right now, yeah. where you can see your family's location. Is that except with a little metal chip? It's a quarter. Yeah, it's a tracker, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tile for your keys. Yeah. Like, we we not unfamiliar with I'm this. Just saying, man. You know, you slip Apple's that just making you pay a hundred dollars for it. Slip it in somebody's car. Exactly. You know, yeah. Put it in a oh, book bag. I see. I see. Like how you're seeing the they bad find thing. It. Exactly. Imagine any detective chick you know. Imagine her with the Apple uh, iPad. You know, you <laughs> All of them. Hey, I said what I said on up, purpose. It's <laughs> 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 about what's not said, sir. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. I ain't picking up the contract. Teach school. these young ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my goodness. I mean. A lot of people are crazy these days, right? Yeah. I wouldn't know. What? No. I told you, man. I be inside. I've been, since, boy, since I got fired and the government been paying me to stay inside. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing. Boy, I don't do. I've been collecting these checks. <laughs> Part of the problem. Nice. Extra money on door. Extra. I've been spending a lot of money on DoorDash. It's, it's really bad, too, because I thought my shit, I thought I was about to get be serious. I thought I was going to have to be a respectable person and a man again. I was like, I'm going to have to find a job. And then I I logged in and they was like, hey bro, click yes and here go 40 more weeks of money. I'm like, what What the fuck? They was handing unemployment out like candy. I'm jealous. 40 more weeks, bro. Damn. That's crazy. But I mean, there are some people abusing it. However, like, um, it is beneficial. It does help it does help. What is interesting, too, is I think we're getting a good play at that question that Republicans say about universal basic income and all types of stuff like that. Like, what do people do when you're just giving them money? And I will say, they will spend the fuck out of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it, and I'm beginning to see in myself that it depends on how I got the money, how I spend it. If I had to work for my money, I'm going to be more frugal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Blowing unemployment money is fun. It's fun as fuck. It hit different. I literally look for ways to bullshit this money. When I was in Vegas, that was all unemployment. I ain't, that was really? real money. I wouldn't know I didn't get any type of unemployment money. But no. I'm actually kind of thankful I didn't have to go through that go that route. Yeah. Yeah, the city furloughed everybody for one day a week. Well, so yeah. You lost one day of your pay, but you got that fed unemployment money every week. So I actually made more money on unemployment. Mm-hmm. When the six hundred boys was out, look, look, Bruh. I make currently more money on employment than I did technically. Yo, that's working. why we saw that sign at Wendy's, bro. And bro, these men's wow. It sounds like they hiring like sports players. These giving you, they give you a better pitch than the army right now. <laughs> it sounds like the army. Wait, yeah. what did it say? God, we you work today, we pay you tomorrow. Oh, you know, I have been seeing people seeing $500 videos. signing bonus. These mans was offering a signing bonus. A, a signing sign bonus at, at Wendy's? At yes. Wendy's. We $2,500. $2,500. I, I literally wait, just wait, need to know the terms. Be there? Exactly. Yeah. I literally just tell me the terms. Like, Do it got to be yeah. full time? Like, what is y'all asking for? I will come work for a month for an extra $3,000. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, yo, like, yo, look, look, just ask, hey. go get the application and read the boy. Look, hey, hey. that's a quick hustle, real quick. Like, look, thing is though, they competing with unemployment. That's why. They that's start. really that's what it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. You got people who aren't getting unemployment, so they can just go ahead and like get a kill that. Like the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people who do DoorDash, like just one day a week or two days a week, getting an extra four five hundred dollars. Doing DoorDash, yeah, that. That That's too. smart though. You can really do it if you sell a, set up in like an LLC for it. Mm. Which like for DoorDash? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I feel you can, what, you can, that would make sense. So you can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can yeah. do it. Technically, you can say, I as a person don't have a job. Yeah. I as a business, 
well, my business is just to deliver, make this money by delivering it from DoorDash. But as a person, I'm broke. That's fair. I don't have any income. And then you can like uh, spend you all your stuff worker. here. Let's see. Because you are a 1099 gig employee. That's actually pretty tricky. Yeah. I mean, it, it And that's the thing. Like, if you're able to show a loss for your company. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Write offs and expenses. That's the way, boy. So yeah. that just got me thinking. Wait, would y'all ever, like, not for the money, but would y'all ever just be an Uber or Lyft driver? Like, for the experience? No. Not for the I don't experience. Like you don't like people. I think it'd be funny to be a Lyft driver. So, first time somebody it. throws up in my car, I'm Ooh. getting angry. I'm kicking them out. The for any if anybody trying to like do it because I have a thing about control sometimes, right? Um, I'm chill almost everywhere, but if I'm in my car and you're trying to like if I'm in my house and you're trying to tell me about shit in my house, I'm gonna be ready to fight you just because I I, I feel like it's my safe space. Mm, it might be yeah. the cancer in me, right? I like nesting and shit, right? So if you in my car, you getting buck, I'm gonna be one of them niggas telling you. Just pulling over in the middle of your bitch telling think, you to get the fuck out of my car. I think you're allowed to do that, though. If you are. If someone is being crazy, you don't have to drive one. You are. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, but I don't even... I'd just rather like, avoid that. Like, I'm pretty sure you have to, like, kind of also show that it was, like, a... A hot sauce. Uh, yeah. Something because if you just out there just... Oh, I didn't I didn't drive them because it's your word versus theirs, and you're likely going to lose that argument. And then you just don't get to drive anymore. It is what it is. But it, if you, like, catch a lawsuit for discrimination because they might see a pattern... I mean, <laughs> I mean that's why we got them apps in the first place because the taxi drivers was being racist. Yeah, for real. I can't be racist. I'm black. I'm black. <laughs> I mean, would you? Would you? Would you do it for like a the experience? I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't. But you know what I wanted, and I actually applied for it. I wanted to be the scooter collector guy. Ah, uh, the guy who picks up the scooters. And they yeah. charge those. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I have flat rate electricity. Oh, so, are you smart. Yeah, my idea oh. was I was mm. like 40 of them boys. Big brain. Yeah. That's free. I'm already paying it. Damn. Yeah. I mean. Why didn't you apply again? I did apply. They never picked me. <laughs> oh, I definitely damn. applied. Damn, keep applying. Oh, I forgot about it after that. Keep applying. <laughs> Big brain idea. Because low key, that flat rate of electricity, that. Man. I'd be doing a lot of shit with flat rate electricity. My, Niggas would be mad at me. My biggest regret was in college. You know, it was free, like, not free, but included electricity. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a gaming computer. So yep. I could have mined Bitcoin. You could have been mining yeah. anything, dog. A friend of mine, he's probably, I hope he didn't sell it back then, but he was using that electricity, mine Bitcoin every day. That's like kind of one of my regrets is like not ever mining Bitcoin back when I had built my PC. Yeah. I had everything I could do for it with it, just didn't capitalize on it. Mm. Now nah, look at me. So mining Bitcoin, can y'all explain that? I have no idea what that is. Um, so the what makes blockchain valuable is the fact that it's a consensus algorithm. It essentially is technology that generates a system where you don't need to even include trust because the technology is foolproof. It's foolproof because of the way it's structured and how it operates internally. Basically, the consensus algorithm is how it stores the information and how that information is shared throughout the system. It requires certain types of verification and uh, multi-layered verification. And that entire process is the consensus process. So for Bitcoin, the way it's structured is based on proof of work. And so each thing that's involved in confirming as a node in this entire process, yeah. is keeping an entire log of the history. An entire log of the history. Um, and so that's what makes it foolproof. In order to change any aspect of the history, you have to have ownership of that entire node in order to change any aspect of it. Wow. Since it's computer code, ultimately, right? Bitcoin itself essentially is just the technology of blockchain itself. It was like the first one to be the technology. And so what Ethereum did after that was expound on the technology and gave it a function directly. They gave you the ability to enact code on the blockchain. So what what the coin is, is when you have a lot of data that is being logged onto 
all of these different uh, history systems or whatever, mm-hmm. they uh, have to do math problems, essentially. They have to do uh, basically brute force computing to compute this algorithm, to compute the answer for this thing. And all of the computers are working and competing to solve the thing. When they solve it, that's what releases the Bitcoin as a reward for all of the computation power that has went into the system to basically store and add to the blockchain. So in like 2010, it was really cool because like it was almost limited to like college students or like real, real nerds. So there's probably maybe, you know, 80,000 people mining in a set given a time. So it was really easy for you to win and get that Bitcoin. Like people were actually getting Bitcoin awards on a single video card. And <laughs> like today, that's basically not a thing. Like mm-hmm. you have to join a group of people and you mm-hmm. all collectively get a Bitcoin. You just have to split it. Yeah. Back then, like people were getting one Bitcoin per person per day. Um, and now you got do- 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 Donkey Coin. Dogecoin. <laughs> Doge, yeah. Dogecoin. Yeah. Dude, I'm really pissed at it. So, like, the whole history was basically since blockchain was just technology that they made open source because they literally just made a white paper for it. Like, mm-hmm. they just, mm. I wrote a paper explaining the technology. That paper is on the internet now. So, anybody who can read it and understand it can replicate it. So, that's when you, like, fast forward eight years and you have, like, the huge, um, failure uh the first initial crash of bitcoin because people saw it as a scam Mm, right yeah yeah um you had people making their own coins and offering the world to people saying we're gonna have a coin that's valued at this much and then yeah these initial coin offerings they were behaving like uh, a regular ipo you know initial public stock offerings but then they would have people buy into the coin, inflate the price, Terms. and then just disappear. Like they would shut down the whole thing and steal all of that money. So that's what oh, gave damn. Bitcoin a lot of a bad name initially. Like people were getting ripped the fuck off. Isn't that what like gave like cryptocurrency a bad name in general? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, you had to like teach me how to do Bitcoin for like two weeks. Cause I was like <laughs> Ryan still could teach everybody how to do Bitcoin, bro. Like I was like reading. I'm like, how do I make sure I don't get robbed? Like half the instructions for Bitcoin is how not to get robbed. <laughs> Big facts. I fucked up and got. Uh, I fell for one of the scams on one of the most recent one because the wallet Celsius that I used, the one that I got the loan through, mm. one oh, of their yeah. email lists got leaked or some shit like that, right? Oh, and so my number in my email got leaked, and they made a um, email that was super convincing. They, it was just brilliant social engineering. They said, ah, we're Celsius. We're coming out with a new web wallet. If you give us your key, you know, we'll give you $500 today in Celsius, you know, their, their native coin mm. to open up an account. And then they, they were sending emails like, yo, that's don't be fooled. That's not us. We will never ask for your private key. Like that's what every, so that's how you know it's a scam pretty much every single time. If it's anybody asking for your private key, it's a scam. Kind of like how every company is like, oh, we will never call you and ask you for your password. Exactly. Or, you know, when then uh, when a, a scammer obviously calls you, yeah. get those phone calls, hey, Dave, we've, we've noticed some suspicious activity on your social security card number. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. I never heard that one. On your social security number? Bro. On your social security number? That's that crazy. Yo. Ooh, that's ooh. That happened like. That's it, scary. They, call, they actually tried to call me like uh, with that this, this year around tax time and I'm sitting there like okay what's the issue well what's your social security number well you called me about it you t- what's the issue with my social security number couldn't tell me so he, they kept calling kept calling kept calling <laughs> and then I just eventually lied to him was like hey man you're like what do you guys want one guy was like your social security number <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things being Indian bro yeah I know and so that's what that's what uh, when they called back again I'm like, yeah, your man who just called just literally told me this is a scam. He's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever got one of those green card, um, green card ones? Uh, nah. Man, they, they, scammers are just wild in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going, it's all about, it's all relative. It's all relative to whatever's going on. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, trying to get your key. Well, I guess in that case, if you leak an email, I mean, it's not even, yeah, it's it's just, since it's so valuable, you got all the people who do have know-how and how to either scam 
or finagle with the computer, they in this space trying to do that because it's an easier return. Like, <laughs> I think some of the most brilliant terms of robbery today is, uh, what is it? Those encrypted scams or whatever, oh, like when okay. niggas are hack something and yeah. encrypt all the data in a Whoa. government and then say, pay me in Bitcoin or otherwise all your stuff getting deleted. Yeah. Or I'll just like leave. Not I don't even have to do anything. I can just leave because you don't have yeah, access yeah, you to it. Yeah. <laughs> like and you are literally like, all right, so, well, we got to give something. We got to do something. That's so crazy. Those types of scams take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how easy scammers get away with this stuff. Um, I work in you know security. And it was a firm that their email system got hacked. Hmm. And so the person got in. That guy figured out their accounts payable process and then started emailing other companies like invoice requests. But he changed the wire number. Mm-hmm. So he was getting paid. And it looked like a real email. Like It mm-hmm. looked like he came from this company, but it was him. Mm-hmm. People are doing that all the time with everything. They, yeah. You get those emails where it looks like it's coming from your Amazon. Your Amazon. Yeah. yeah. And then you're, oh, let me go check on it. Let me like log in. And then they have your login. They start ordering stuff using your account information. I felt yep. that once. I didn't got caught. That Damn. Was, I, I got caught by that crypto <laughs> one. I ain't caught by another one. I almost fell for it, but um, this was like in the middle of me like going through the bootcamp and stuff. I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and check out this page. So I did the yeah. inspect thing. I'm like, hey, this is Amazon. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> like, because uh, you can see all of the front end stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon has a very strict uh, design pattern that they follow. Like, this, yeah. this was just all over. I'm like, well, who the fuck wrote this? Uh, yeah. So. A lot of the times you can't really learn to become savvy by identifying visually what's a scam because a lot of them use the same visual language. Yeah. But like, it, it's really interesting. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it can get so detailed. That at times it's like just the change up of one letter. Yeah. They will change just one letter or just like the font would be very close, but like yeah. they won't be like the same mm-hmm. width of a, of a letter. And you're like, oh, damn, I would have fell for it had I not just Did looked at the web address half the time. Yeah. Because you can also see those ads and they won't be, they won't have the same type of web address when you like hover over them. Like, oh, this is going to take me to Amazon, but then it's like www.we're-gonna-get-your-social-security-number.com. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Some of my favorite stuff to watch on YouTube, just to waste time, absolutely, is uh, those people who scam the scammers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just sit there wasting their time for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Yo, I kind of want to do that one day. Just see how, how long someone would like listen to me ramble to them before Bro, they hang up on me. This one nigga was watching people in their cctv while he was talking to them <laughs> like it was i would be scared too oh no it's like why are you trying to lie to me i can see you right now i can see your name tag <laughs> monitoring big brother type thing yeah man internet be wild i think i read that the most advanced satellite today can see within like 40 centimeters Accuracy. So, like, basically, if, if you being your dick in public, Elon Musk can see you. <laughs> he I, was about, I was about to ask you, like, do you do you think that the the government is developing um, like that face tracking uh, technology so that they can? I'm sure it's already. Do you yeah. think they're using it actively? As they're definitely using it, nigga, My bro. Look, I, I wouldn't think it's, that. it's it's not even a conspiracy. It's just the fact that they deny it. Yeah, <laughs> like, governments be lying like all the time. Like, yeah, like wait. I have a question. Do you think the moon landing was real? That one, I'm, I'm apparently I'm learning to question. Wow, I think it's real. I think it's real. I thought really, real. I think it's real. I think really, be and they haven't fake. been, and they've been like filling all these rockets, just going out of the atmosphere, blowing up recently, and this happened in what 1960, the first moon landing. I mean, not everyone gonna be a success. Everyone's gonna be a success, however. <laughs> Science is something that you're supposed to be able to recreate. You're telling me they were just that fucking lucky the first time. I mean, we're talking about people who had to be taught how to bathe twice. No, it's it's actually simpler than that. The rockets in the '60s were analog design. Okay, they were actually. It's actually incredible. They got you know. Yeah, this is a very good point. Real, you know, they were drawing on paper, and the guy assembling it 
had to do it in his head. Yeah, I knew what they were drawing, but really it goes like this. And they just threw so much money that they actually had a rocket. But as soon as them niggas retired or died, that was it. Like, you can't make those 60 rockets anymore. We're looking at making a rocket at a time where computers, like right now, fucking and everything in our cell phones. We shit computers, right? Versus there were four computers. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody was doing math by hand, my Straight nigga. Up, like, yeah. that, like, that <laughs> easy, uh, like computers back then were people. Like, yeah, like, bro. Like, so it is. You math. could fuck around, make it one time, and then not make it the next time. We forgot the nigga who did calculus that well. <laughs> I mean, to to O's point, he was just basically saying like, okay, so back then you had more human error to be accounted for, but now with less human error, supposedly. How are you still like failing? Well, they fell because they like I don't know what you're specifically talking about in terms of going to the atmosphere and exploding. Because if it's from a different country, that matters because different countries have different standards of science education and also different terms of funding their science mm-hmm. adventures, okay. right? Um, but also, um, shit, brain fart. Well, I was gonna say like I think it's just like government. Like, they're not really incentivized to build crazy stuff like that anymore. Mm, but you got space force. No, but... Well, okay. that's the thing, though. So, my man's Elon Musk, he is doing that stuff. Yeah. No, I said space force, not space uh, Space force. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that one, space force is hilarious and weird. He was like, space force. Space force. Lucky, I want to sign up for the space force. I what? want Gundams. Yeah, I, want I, Gundams. A, I want Gundams. I want colonies. Yes. I want shard of crash bitches on Earth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. You know what the fucked up part is? Even though he's an idiot... I feel like he might have had a point because I feel like he said shit he wasn't supposed to say all the time. But it was the too. but it was the truth though. Like, like he might have said something that he wasn't supposed to say, and like people were like, "Yo, shut the fuck up, bro." Like, look, no, here's here's the thing: <laughs> Donald Trump would read you what you read him without changing the tense. <laughs> so he'd be like. We are telling you Arabs that we blah blah like he's he's talking from the perspective of the nigga that wrote it for him. Yeah. <laughs> Without changing the tense. The other the other presidents would just be like, ah, oh, I need to act as the figurehead. Yeah. Donald Trump just is like, I heard through the grapevine. So like, there's like, aliens. I think Donald Trump did a horrible job, but I felt like it's like it could have been a movie like what happens when you just put a nigga in office? <laughs> and like if they had the what? world looking at you, Ryan, every day. Oh yeah. They would not like you. <laughs> no. I would love it. Especially if you kept it real. Like, oh, yeah. You didn't even change for the camera. No. Nah. like, I think half of y'all are stupid, <laughs> and I'm about to fuck with these Koreans. Like, that's what he did for four years, bro, and no one cared. Man. Oh, shit. Damn no, man. he was, like, people like, can be, like, various levels of intelligence, but I don't think nobody's really stupid. Like, you put somebody in an environment, they're going to be aware enough for themselves to understand how to move in that environment. Mm. So, when you got Donald Trump saying, I could shoot somebody in broad daylight, and, like, they would love me for it, he's not talking from, like, ignorance, especially as being in his position as Donald Trump, being, like, exposed to rich nigga shit forever. Rich people are not regular people. Small loan of... Two million dollars. These niggas are not. They don't behave like they don't. Dude, see that was the most asshole shit I've ever heard, <laughs> bro. We heard that earlier today at the Imagine. He was like, "Yeah, I started this with a loan of two hundred and fifty thousand in like the eighties. Our like, first movie was what was it? <laughs> Footloose, but whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> oh, oh, the the man, the Imagine Man. Yeah, Imagine Man. Dude said a small loan. Small loan. Small. A small loan. No, like, <laughs> nah, for real. Of that life, is small money. Of, of, so, of, of you common people's no, life right. savings. <laughs> I know, I know gotta, it is. But. I know, man. Shit. That's I'm in the thing. same position as you, but I look, I still I still understand the same shit as them. No, man. Because, I, I, you know, I think about uh, shit like Mansa Moose's riches and stuff, right? You know, you want to talk about the richest person in the world. That value, especially if it's uh, material, like gold, that shit doesn't go away. Yeah. That shit is still on this planet somewhere. Oh, it's yeah. we just stop keeping track of it. 
like we like they literally just stopped keeping that on the books and so now we look at the other money that we play with and that's what the GDP is based on mm. that shit is crazy yeah I wonder what happened to all the gold once they got off the gold standard like what they like what, why do they have I mean, it now? but that's the thing like when they said that was backed by gold it never really was in the first place yes it was but it wasn't yes it was no yeah cause money was gold at first it was like what it's yeah, the so evolution it's of money. The the U.S. dollar was never really backed by gold. It was backed by gold promise. Exactly. And yeah. that's the key word, promise. Yeah. But there there was not enough gold to actually be the equivalent of whatever they was promoting yeah. at the time. That's yeah. that's facts. I was talking about uh, money in general. Oh, but okay. the U.S., no, facts. Yeah. It, was, it was a gold promise. Yeah, it was promise, right? Yeah. And that's kind of... That's kind of how you have to look at Bitcoin as well. Like, well, that's how I've been looking at it. Like, it's, it's a promise in a mm-hmm. sense. Slightly different. Yeah, it's, um, it is, it's different it now different. that I like, heard the explanation you just yeah, gave. Yeah, yeah. But okay. if you think about it, it's still a promise. It's just a bit different. Without the technology, it is absolutely the same as just agreeing to say it has yeah. value. But because of the technology, it, it gives it a functional value. That is unlike anything we've ever had on this planet before. Yeah, because like, for example, I get what Ryan's saying because like you can't counterfeit Bitcoin. No, nope. can't do it. You can counterfeit money. Can't counterfeit a Bitcoin. Well, you can't counterfeit Bitcoin yet. No, there Maybe is you there is mathematically no way to do it. Won't be able to. <laughs> and that's also arguable because we have to understand that everything we know about the universe as of now is probably probably only one percent of the entire known universe. You gotta, so, you gotta, you gotta also think about the, like the you can't, you're not tracking money by the dollars that's in your pocket. You don't know who's who had that, but with Bitcoin, you will. You, w- you, you do. Sorry, you do. Know. You, okay. you know, and also the sheer amount. So like back to it, the mining, the sheer amount of computing power that's at work keeping it honest is is humongously wasteful. No, it's it's, it's legitimately like if we were to measure it, like one of the third. Power consumptions, yeah, yeah. As a country, like it would rank third. Okay, but think about it like this: <laughs> back in the sixties, you had your mainframe computers, the computer size of um, whole room and stuff like that. Yeah. What? They, Fifty years later, you they have, even thought about that. So that actually happened. So, but that's what I'm saying: the fact that technology is able to advance so much. Technology advancing makes Bitcoin harder. Is what I'm trying to say. Huh. So, mm-hmm. like, what used to happen is, so a new video car comes out. You're like, I am the king of Bitcoin now. I'm mining more yeah. Bitcoins than all y'all. Yeah. But then they'd be like, oh, he has faster hardware. I'm going to get what he has. And then people actually started designing custom um, GPUs that only do Bitcoin. Mm. They, they can't do anything else but mine Bitcoin. And so there's like this war of like who's going to have the fastest hardware. But everyone's competing everywhere. So it kind of makes it... Hat proof from that. So I have an even simpler response to the question of counterfeit Bitcoin. Part of the purpose of its validity or its its function is that you can always identify the original source. If and because this has happened, um, when there's like a disagreement or uh, in the consensus protocol, and it can fracture to the point where it forks, it literally splits the chain. So it like halves the value. I, don't, I forget what it does to the value of the coin, but you have two different consensus protocols and basically you have to pick which one you're going to use. So this has happened to Bitcoin like two or three times already. The original one was like Bitcoin Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like, I think there was definitely another after and I think there was a one most recently and I can't remember the tags of those coins right now. And BTC is just the Bitcoin one with Cash. the best branding. Bitcoin okay. Cash is one of them. Because, like, beat, uh, Bitcoin Cash's tag is something else. Because Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash are two different things. Yeah, and I know that. I know they're different, but, like, they're kind of associated with Bitcoin very closely, where when you talk about it, people think you're talking about one and the same. People I who thought know, that was people, one and the same. See, yeah. people like you and I and David, who kind of keep up with cryptocurrency, can tell you that they're different, but people like, oh, I agree and I I disagree. I disagree from the standpoint that most layman's only know Bitcoin as the brand. They don't know Bitcoin as the technology or the, the, the coin. They only know the brand. Right. 
So when I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so like, like seriously, he, I had to listen. To yeah, no, nah, like because two weeks before what you knew about Bitcoin was all the stuff you were exposed to before, right? So what you would see on the news, you would see like that orange B dollar sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what Bitcoin was and for it, you, it, or it, whatever it, you heard in the news. Like people, Bitcoin you know, Cash, like you never, you probably never heard of that. And if you saw it, you would be like, "What is it?" But if you go to like a gas station and say, "We accept Bitcoin," they're gonna say, "We accept Bitcoin." And they're gonna definitely have that symbol of what a Bitcoin is. Like you said, you probably were just exposed to an image. Yeah. How the fuck do you? How do you even use it to buy stuff? Then, like, you have to have a, your phone. a you have to have a um a digital wallet. That holds your cryptocurrencies. And you send and receive it like Cash App. It's three or four. Okay. Yeah. So it can either be through Cash App. It can be even through your cell phone number. Because there are um, part of the re- technological race that's happening in the internet right now is building the new um, infrastructure on top of the internet that we currently have. Is turned like Web 3.0 and like all other different things. That's just the one I'm most familiar with. Um, and uh, in a lot of ways, what the... Bitcoin, blockchain companies, let me not say Bitcoin, the blockchain and cryptocurrency companies are actually trying to provide a value and a function. They're competing to provide a service in that layer. Um, So what's happening now is there's a lot of development in financial technology services because that was happening already in the other private industries. So that's why you had like Jay-Z partnering with a square because I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure they're about to try try to start doing what um, Killer Mike is doing and offering... um, more financial services to the underserved. Is that kind of like what, when you say like, when you're saying that, you're saying like, that's kind of like why MasterCard and Visa are trying to like to hurry up and invest or back it and uh, kind of put it out there, like show that they're in, in support of it. Yeah. They're building the new infrastructure for, they're, they're getting yeah, that's, into that's the infrastructure earlier, yeah, yeah. which is why BTC as Bitcoin, what we hear normally mm-hmm. is a brand because it's partly being pushed by MasterCard. And that's one on Robinhood. What, BTC? Yeah. Yeah. And so now Bitcoin is undeniable as a purchase of value. You're having different institutions adapt to Bitcoin and the ability to add it to their investors' portfolio. So you have ETFs being funded, you know, futures funds. People want different ways to invest in the value. You have um, basically on Robinhood, is a promise of the value of the Bitcoin. Mm. You're not actually holding Bitcoin if you buy it on Robinhood. Because it's not a digital wallet. You got to get the keys. Like Coinbase and then... You need to buy it through somewhere that stores the Bitcoin themselves or allows you to store it yourself. So honestly, um, it depends on your level of competency and your level of risks that you're willing to take for yourself. Because all of this is based on your level of risk. And see, that's why I think that's going to be the hardest. They got to figure out a better way to like use Bitcoin. Because I feel like in its current state, is doing too much. Like if I just want to give you five dollars, like yeah. I can just hand you five dollars, or I can cash up you five dollars. Like with Bitcoin, you gotta yeah, I gotta give you point zero 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 two five percentage. I mean, well, you don't. You don't even got to do all that. You can just send somebody five dollars, yeah. and they'll just and they'll do it for you for whatever the current rate of the Bitcoin real is. issue is. Every single time you do that, it's a taxable event. Mm. That's the real fucking issue because it's taxed as an asset. If this was taxed as money, not every single thing would be a taxable event. It'd just be an exchange of value. But since it's you're actually purchasing something that changes in value. Every single, every, and I mean every single transaction that you can have is either a taxable event or a taxes income. That's tragic. Every single fucking one. Mm. So you, re- that's why I've been learning the tax game so heavy and learning the business game through heavy just from learning about cryptocurrency and that whole system. Because you literally, if you don't want to get fucked over by taxes, you have to know how to do this. Say, I'm going to give you, I'm, and because I, I wrote it, I, I did this on Instagram. Mm. I bought $750 worth of Bitcoin last March. Okay. Right now, it's worth, Bitcoin's around 50000 might be around $3,000 in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That's 700 Yeah. It was around thirty-two, probably. thirty-two, thirty-three. I don't know exactly what it's at, but. In just one year. 
Okay. Since I haven't sold it, it would be understood as unrealized taxable gains, uh, unrealized capital gains. Mm. Since it's been a year since mm-hmm. I've been holding it, if I decide to sell it, it would be recognized as a long-term capital gain, which means I'm taxed at a lower percentage rate. Mm. If I sold it within a year that I bought it, it's going to be taxed at a short-term capital gain, mm-hmm. which means that you know this might be around 30 to 40% that I'm paying off it. Mm. Yeah. On top of possibly having to pay income tax, depending on what type of exchange it was <laughs> and where I'm living. All right. God damn. Yeah. So <laughs> not only do I incur taxes anytime I sell it, anytime I exchange it for a different coin, that's a taxable event. Mm. Anytime I Sell it to USD to buy a different coin from USD. That's a taxable event. Anytime I buy something with it, you would have to calculate the difference in the gain from when you first bought it. Pay taxes on that. And actually pay what you paid for in Bitcoin. So it's really this fucked up because of how it's taxed. So what you really have to do is get a crypto tax tax service. And they do it based on the amount of trades that you do in a year. Mm. So it's like 50 bucks, 500 trades, 200 is unlimited. So if you pay $200 a year, you can basically treat your cryptocurrency as an inventory. And what that allows you to do is control how and what is taxed nice. so is is this shit is very slicky very trickery words tricky <laughs> very, very tricky, tricky. <laughs> to to really not get fucked over okay goddamn hope you learned something about the school how to crypto good you just wrote an article right no nah, it's just go on my instagram okay. it's actually in um better examples all written out good to look at we are here. It's a highlight. We are here to learn and to give positive information about cryptocurrencies. I'm today. about making money, bro. Cause look, again, I'm 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 opening a fucking think tank. All y'all niggas getting invited. Um, this think tank is basically me giving you money and information for being my friend for so long. It's basically like, yo, I trust you. I value your opinion. I value your expertise and knowledge and your background. Most importantly, I trust you. Um, for that reason. Because, because I've been doing a lot of fucking research and that's just one of the things I love to do, I'm going to be updating y'all on what I learn, and I'll figure out the frequency of that, right? Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm going to be giving you updates on what I'm doing with my money as well because I'm learning shit about how to self-direct a retirement fund because I just bought a 300-page book about how to do this, nigga. I'm going to learn how to do it, put the shit in play for myself, okay. and share my results. That's what all these other rich niggas are doing. And they making millions of money dollars for their white people friends for for doing that shit. They not licensed. Some of them, they get what's called uh, I forget what type of account, but it's like basically you make enough money from investings that you are able to make more money from investing now. <laughs> it's like you get treated better and you get better opportunities because you got mm-hmm. like over a million dollars or you know more in this type of investment. Okay. Um. Doing shit like that cooperatively, like I'm, I'm literally just trying to teach people how to trap because what most people don't understand about the United States of America is basically anything that you agree to put a date under and your name by is enforceable by law, mm-hmm. except for if it goes against the law. No, but look, but look, for real, nah, you can hide other shit if you know the law, right? Yeah. So if I know... What can and can't be said if I structure a deal in a certain way and then make that deal under an LLC, then you might be able to do some shit that you might not otherwise be able to do. Normally, we'll get away with. NDAs are powerful things. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> Books are our friends. But, you got any final words, though? I'm going to say something mad inappropriate. Um, no. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. This is great, actually. Oh, well, not a problem, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you for coming, man. What about you, Dave? You got any, any 
anything you want to say, man? I just think the, what y'all doing here is cool. Yeah. Uh, appreciate no idea, it. Like, what episode this is, but yeah, this is nice. Hey, you guys both, both welcome back anytime. Love to have you. That's all the time we got for this episode, though. So thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, share, subscribe. I don't know all that good stuff people on YouTube and Facebook say. Go hug your mama. Smash that like button. <laughs> Smash the like button. Follow us. Give us five dollars whenever you can. Cash oh, yeah. app in the description. Cash app. It's like freestyle. Cash app. Freestyle. Donate to the show. Anyways, I'm your host Sean. I'm here with my co-host Ryan. Hi. And our guests today, Olaposi and Yo. David. Hey. And y'all have a wonderful night, day, time, whatever lifestyle you live in. Peace.